Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Hello and welcome to the Global Solutions Podcast. My name is Ethan Isaac. I'm an associate in the Cross-Border Practice Group, resident in our Morristown office, and I'm here with my colleague. Hi, I'm Eric Lee. I'm also an associate at the Cross-Border Practice Group, and I'm a resident in New York City office. We're here today to talk about a little bit of an update going on in the Philippines. As you may or may not know, in the Philippines, there are certain areas known as special economic zones that allow registered business entities to have certain tax incentives for working in those economic zones. Now, one of the rules of working in an economic zone is that you can't take the equipment or office supplies, etc., that you bring into the economic zone, which are generally done duty-free, out of the economic zone for purposes of working from home or things like that. Due to the pandemic, the Fiscal Incentives Review Board and the Philippine Economic Zone Authority, otherwise known as PESA, had an exception to that rule and allowed employees to bring things out of the economic zone and work from home. Now, that exception was set to expire on September 12th of 2021. In August, the PESA and the FIRB issued a a joint memo extending the work from home regime until March 31st, 2022. However, Under the original scheme, companies had to keep only 10% of their revenues coming from the economic zone. Under the new regime, as was extended by the FIRB and PESA in August, companies needed to have 10% of their workforces in the economic zone. This is a major change for employers, and as some employers with presences in the Philippines know, things are a little sketchy at the moment with regards to the pandemic and there's some rising cases. So it presents some complications for employers. Now, one of the the big things about this new memo is that it provided that if you did not have 10% of your workforce in the economic zone by September 13th and did not certify that by the end of the month, September 30th, you could be subject to the loss of all tax incentives from being a registered business entity in the economic zone. This is a major penalty, as it could see an increase of corporate taxes from 5% to 25% if that was one of the incentives given to your company. Because of this, you know, a lot of employers were a little bit worried about these things, and they appealed to the, to the PESA, and were looking a, a little bit tough for some employers. So there was a, a bit of an update that came out towards the end of September, Um, And I'm going to go ahead and flip that to my colleague to tell you about it. Thank you, Ethan. The Philippines Economic Zone Authority, also known as the PESA, has recently made an appeal in opposition to the recent FIRB directive of reinstating the threshold of the work-from-home arrangement to 10% of the workforce. Um, As Ethan mentioned earlier, the recent FIRB directive to return at least 10% of their total employees on site is a shift from the previous directive of allowing IT companies to allow work from home operations to the extent of up to 90% of their total revenues. Um, This appeal by PESA is in response to the concerns expressed by the IT BPO sector, 
largely driven by the recent surge in the number of infections caused by the Delta variant. Um, in explaining her decision to make the appeal, the Director General of PESA explained that while the enterprises are grateful for the extension of the work from home arrangement, the health and safety of their employees is still their primordial consideration. Further, in their appeal, PESA also requested for leniency in the imposition of penalty as the enterprises are struggling to comply with the latest directive from the FIRB. Back to you, Ethan. As Eric just mentioned, the the change from 10% of revenues to 10% of the workforce was a big one. And 10% of revenues basically means that you have 10% of revenue generating employees, which excludes all administrative employees, management, cleaning people, et cetera, all, all those, those things that are not actually generating revenue for your business. You know, for example, in a call center, just the people making calls would be the people who are included in that revenue. So it's a much smaller amount of people that need to be in the office or, or at the work site. And obviously, there's much less risk of a transmission that way. This is definitely a situation that we're keeping an eye on. Um, this is what we know right now. Things are a little bit up in the air. Um, it's, it's unclear exactly how the FIRB is going to handle enforcement, whether or not they're going to be giving companies a chance to get in compliance. Right now, every company is required to submit a compliance memo detailing how many employees they have total, how many employees are working in the eco zone, and you know the total amounts of equipment that they have outside of the economic zone, the value of that, that equipment, and to submit a 150% bond of all the either VAT on, on locally sourced equipment or the taxes and duties on imported equipment. It's a pretty hefty thing to comply with. The compliance memo is, is not that simple. Um, there, there are a lot of details that go into it. So it, it'll be interesting to see how the FIRB decides to handle com, you know, enforcing compliance with this. We're definitely keeping an eye on it. That's it from us, and we hope you enjoyed listening, and have a great day. Hi, everyone. Ethan Isaac here again. After we finished recording this episode... There was a development where the FIRB decided to decline the PEZ's appeal. This means that they will not return the threshold for how many employees need to be in the workplace to 10% of global revenues. Instead, it will remain 10% of total workforce. This is a major development. There are still some appeals going on and some legislative matters that are trying to fix this and trying to create more flexibility for working from home for the ITPPO sector. We are still monitoring these and we'll keep you posted. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.